Hey, it's Mitchell once again. Uh, Mitchell Phillips, um, not Mitchell Musso from the uh, Disney Channel. This is uh, Hats Off, Gloves Off. I'm here always. Um, well, always again with always Spencer Callender. I'm back. <laughs> back in black. And I'm staying back. Um, Spencer's black. Um, he is the original hair champ, and he is uh, here to stay for now. We are hats off, gloves off. We give hats off to those who deserve it and gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny. Um, basically, we try to cause justice throughout the world on the good and the bad, you know? Justice, a lot of people don't look at justice as also like a uh, like a positive. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if, you, yeah. if you give accolades to somebody's good deed, that's also justice. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's kind of like... A- the emotion anger is portrayed as bad, but it can be good. Yeah. It's a good thing to have. You just yeah. want to keep that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yin and yang. The yin and yang of podcasts. Uh, hats off. Sound like this. You do something good. Crowd goes wild. Gloves off sounds like that. Hence, the gloves are a uh, boxing bell. Um, is boxing gloves are the gloves. Because um, I couldn't find an, a sound effect for like dueling gloves, like old timey, like I challenge you to a duel. Oh, okay. Because it just sounds like slapping. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's boxing bell for now. Um, we're going to update the soundboard too. So hopefully I find just as good of a boxing bell noise. <laughs> yeah, one, it makes sense because when uh, you're boxing, the gloves are on. I mean, they're taped on. Like you need a helper just to get them off. Yeah, yeah. But then when like, you know, th- the ref splits you up. And then the guy sucker punches you. Mm. Then you're like, hey, we're meeting in the in the green room, in the locker room. And then Clint Eastwood knocks his stool over, and you end up falling after the sucker just punch. Cracking your paralyzed. fucking neck open. Um, uh. Yeah, we just, so the gloves off, uh, we still got wraps on. Yeah, we got wraps. I'm sure our audience hasn't even a little sweaty. thought that much into it. Yeah, um, so uh, I'm, I want to apologize for last episode. I was hungover. Um, hopefully we meet Lizzie again. But um, uh, it was lackluster when I listened back to it. But I had fun. But it was just—I don't know if it was just because I was there. Just subdued. We're also in a new—we're uh, in a new studio, and we—we we trying decided to, to go back to our roots. Yeah. Um, not not our roots, because I mean the bunker was kerfunked, and then our do- our other roots, uh, our step roots, and then and then we were in that uh the other bedroom of Jeremy's first apartment in this complex, just on the floor. Yeah, I don't count that one. That one, that one I don't count. <laughs> um, but we're back in the habit again, like uh, like Whoopi and Sister Act 2. We are back in the habit, and um, we're here to bring cheers and jeers. Uh, Spencer, what do you have? Yeah, I got, a, I got a gloves off. Okay, it's starting rough. All right, there's this rapper uh, named T.I., I have this same one. You do. I knew we were both going to have it. <laughs> this rapper named T.I. went on a podcast called yeah. Ladies Like Us. And also, they're, uh, this podcast is in direct competition with us. So, fans of the show, let's take these ladies down. Oh, yeah. Podcast wars. So, they asked T.I. if uh, he ever had sex talks with his daughters. And he responded by saying yes. Talking about his oldest daughter, That's Deja. That's a good move. That's a nice responsible. Like, yeah. You wouldn't expect that. That'd yeah, be... it's progressive for a rapper. Yeah. Have a nice, you know, birds and bees with your daughter. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. So how else does this story develop? I, I don't know. It's pretty basic. But so he has he responds <laughs> saying yes, talking about his daughter, Deja. He said, not only do we have the talk, but we take yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. After her 16th birthday, he put a sticky note on her door that said, gyno tomorrow, 930. The doctors told him. That the hymen can break in other ways besides sex, such as bike riding, horseback riding, and other forms of physical activity. He responded saying, hey, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results ex- expeditiously. Nah, because he also, have you ever heard, heard T.I. talk? He's the best. No, I really haven't. That's sh- my favorite accent, like that Southern, hey, you know what I'm talking about, play? I was shocked that he knew the word expeditiously, but then I found out. That um, can we get a picture of his daughter Deja? I found out Ti's name is Clifford Harris. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, well, all right. Maybe it's the new iPad I brought into the mix interfering with the you sound son system. Son of a bitch! But you his name's Clifford tap. Harris, which is yeah. not what I expected. Tip Harris, and I think everyone named Clifford knows the word expeditiously. Uh oh yeah, I'd I'd be willing to bet. Throw some money on that. 
Oh yeah, I check her hymen tonight. Wait, how old is she? She's she's of age. No, he started checking her when it was eighteen. No, when she was sixteen, and he said as of her eighteenth birthday, her hymen is intact. Well, that's a cool thing for a father to know. Yeah, very. So obviously the women are just going nuts. But it was cool in the article because he talked about how you know we go out, we have a birthday party, we get her a cake, then I put a post-it on her door. Like it's this cute little Christmas tradition they they share. Hey, baby, blow out your candles, and she's just. He's like, oh, what'd you wish for? She's like, I can't tell you or else it won't come true. And she's just on the inside like, please don't fucking ask the doctor about my pussy tomorrow. Don't go with me. I mean, that that whole thing's bizarre. I mean, obviously, not to mention the fact that he's a rapper and he's banging everybody. Is that? I hope that's not coming through. But um, ah, it's fine. Whatever. It's gone. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, it's it's coming in waves. So we'll we'll narrow it down. Hopefully, uh the listeners aren't getting a piece of it but um yeah i'm just glad that uh my mom didn't have a way of checking <laughs> you know what i mean uh her yeah the, just men in general where it's just like ah even before i had sex i like i've been jerking off for like seven years this is <laughs> this is a bit wild but um no but if his daughter looks like that can we get that picture up again just for research yeah the amount of men go it's pretty amazing that the amount of men who obviously are going at it's her. also. I mean, he's got to take a little bit of pride in it because the looks all come from him. Have you ever seen his wife? No. Is it one of those like he's been with her since he was fifteen, so he just she, kind of stuck with her? She collects fees for people that cross over bridges, and in, oh. in like a wooded realm. No. She is a str- look up tiny T I. To make a coddle, dude, and that's her gussied up. Well, because that's how it, it always is with athletes. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, she is just straight up to roll. Yeah, and I've really never looked at Tia, but he's a he's She a ain't good, on 4chan, if you dude. know what I mean. Yeah, that's one of those. And she has the most her, awful voice. He's been with her since he was 15. Like, you see that with athletes all the time, where they, they have, like, supermodel smoke show girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, this is my girlfriend back in the Dominican oh, yeah. Republic, when, that's and I brought her to America with <laughs> her. <laughs> You watch, like, uh, like, when, like, these new rappers, especially, like, fucking... Takashi six nine stole Trippy Red's girl, and then you look her up, and it's like this is the chick that got like mad at me at Pizza Hut two days ago. This is <laughs> this is absurd. Maybe it's a new thing they're looking on the inside. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Um, that guy's terrifying. Yeah, not he looks good. like someone who took that whole Joker thing too far. Just the face tattoos in general. She's not too bad. That's bad baby though. Yeah. I did run into her on Melrose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was she was she being bahad? She was being followed by like guys that look like the dude on the right. Um, <laughs> it's probably him. They just follow her all over the place. <laughs> Dudes like that. Like if you have a face tattoo, you follow bahad. I think Bahabi. she's still underage. Tia needs to check her hymen. Oh, he had rainbow teeth. Oh yeah, rainbow like oh, vampire yeah. teeth. What a all right. What a strange world this hip hop has come to. Yeah. Remember the good old days when you'd just be able to rap about uh, the South and... Just how which coast you live on is the coolest. Your daughter's fucking <laughs> blood bubble in her pussy. Ugh. Oh, the- Yeah, T.I.'s coming under some serious heat. But I appreciate his honesty. And he was on like a, he was on a feminist podcast, so... The- well, yeah, yeah. He, that's why it was, what struck me is like he's trying to be like progressive or like appeal to them. He's like, no, I'm on her side. I'm just trying yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, I have the talk. I just make sure that she's a fucking virgin. However, I will definitely feel different about a boy than I will about a girl, and that's just God's honest truth. I don't think there's any father out there who will tell you any different. That's being true, but he's also... Okay, yeah, you're throwing a weird blanket statement over something that's very nuanced and creepy. And the thing is, he's just pushing his daughter into anal, right? We can all agree on that. Yeah. That I've... she is an anal queen <laughs> at this point. Being I've, uh, that hot, her I've ran into a couple of those where they're like... like um, yeah, they're religious thing, Catholic girls, and it's a real thing. It's they a call them uh, anything reason. but. Yeah. It's, uh, or um, I used to date this Persian girl where she's like, no, my vagina's for marriage, but um, you can have this dirty hole where shit comes out of. Yeah. You're like, eh, I'll take it. Oh, but yeah. I'd like both. We're, I want a, a good Christian girl. You know what I mean? Not this anything but school of thought, but um, somebody that uh, only lets <laughs> anal sex, and then you, you give me your vagina on a... On our our hollowed night, like Ti's daughter. See, I like it better where they just give up the vagina, and then once they learn to love you, they say, "All right, 
You can stick oh, your yeah. dick in my butt. Were you uh, here when we covered that guy that... Uh, the couple that had been married for like two years and they still haven't had sex? Yeah, the Asian couple. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> that was a while. I remember that one. We That was another one we both had. <laughs> so if it has to do I'm with some themes. weird sex stuff, we're both going to pick up on it. This was just a huge story. Everyone covered it. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, rightfully so. It's, it's creepy. I remember uh, my friend Jesse in high school popped this girl's hymen with his finger and... <laughs> Nobody like questioned it like scientifically. We all just like looked at Jesse's hands over the next like two days. We're like, yeah, I can see that. He's he's got a. He looks like pumpkin head coming out of here. But, Jesse's uh, a legend. Jesse's a legend. I saw him cut a blade of grass with spit one time. That dude spit hard. Oh, all right. Yeah, That's interesting. This guy sounds like he uh, knows his way around the female. Yeah. Um, his sister was the first girl I finger blasted. And he threatened to beat me up. So I went to her and I was like, hey, we should kind of knock this off and whatever. Like, it's cool. I don't want it to cause ripples. Like, this is weird and it's just not drama I need. And she's like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't like titles either. I'm like, I'm like, that's not what I was saying at all. <laughs> yeah, let's I didn't just mean be let's casual. I didn't mean like, let's do this secretively. Dude, her, um, their dad was the, uh, f- like the football coach that also had to teach like health, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. it was like, all right, you got a free period. You got to do something. And I was in history, and we're all just like taking a test. And Miss Skaggs goes, "Hey, Mitchell, Mr. Olfson wants you at his in his classroom." And I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "For sure." And I walk into his classroom, and his classroom's taking a fucking god damn it, dude. What is that? It's got to be the iPad. You think so? It's the only. It's the new denominator, dude. It's still doing. Yeah, off and on. We'll fix it. I think it's my iPad. I got an airplane mode. It is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's coming in on and off though, just pretty regularly. We'll fix it in post. You guys can have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, we uh, shouldn't trip on it. Let's just so I walk into his classroom, like and his whole classroom's taking tests too, and it's just quiet. And he, you walk in, and his desk was catty corner to the door. So I had to like walk. I walked like down the middle aisle <laughs> through the desk and over to his office. And he just had my grades, like my transcript on his computer screen. He's like, I heard you're uh, seeing my daughter. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think she's really cool. And he's like, let's knock that off. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. So no one, yeah, the brother didn't want you in there. The dad didn't want yeah. you in there. That's uh, bad news. I, ca- I like those scary parent moments. So I was, uh, I was hooking up with a girl on, on her couch in high school while her, while her parents were home. And then I hear someone come down the stairs, and I just hear her dad yell, what the fuck? And Uh-oh. I just jump off her, and I freak out. But he was in a separate room, and the dog had shit in the room, and he was talking about <laughs> the dog, and it wasn't me, and it was like fair game. Um, yeah, he put the fear in it. I remember, I think it was freshman year. Yeah, that's when health was a requirement. Uh, we, uh, this kid, Tyler Hagen, uh, we called him Squarehead, because it looked like... Um, Let me guess, he had a square head? Yeah, like straight up. Like, like a geometric shape, like a cube. His fucking head was ridiculous. Uh, and he was chewing in class. And he walked up to him, and he he goes, he just like stared at him for like three seconds, and you could feel it in the room. Like I peered over like three desks, and then uh, he just grabs him by the cheeks, like around his like his his palm under his chin, and he uh, fucking Christ, dude. I'm going airplane mode. Uh. He grabbed him by the chin and like slid him sideways out of the desk and then lifted him up in the air by his fucking jaw uh, just for chewing. And then he made him swallow it and then made him swallow his spit cup. And I was like, yeah, don't fuck with this guy. That's what's rad about. It seems like, oh, that must have been in the 70s. But that was just that was in the late 90s. And teachers were still getting away with that. This kind was of stuff. 2008. OK, there we go. <laughs> this is- this was progress. We we had a, uh, the signs at our school that same year where it was like Hillary Duff. We're like saying gay is not cool. Oh yeah. And in hindsight, I would have been like, oh fuck, here we go. This next ten years is gonna get wild. Yeah, only you knew <laughs> Hillary Duff started all. We're bringing you down, Hillary. Fucking Hillary. That Duff. was the thing. I'll tell people stories. Like in fourth grade, I had a teacher tie me to my chair with rope, and people are just <laughs> aghast with that. And I was like, it wasn't that big of a deal. I actually liked it because I got more attention on myself that yeah. way. Um, it worked out. Yeah, I remember. Um, I used to get in trouble in fourth grade all the time, and they would send me to Mr. Wood's class. So, but my, he was like a family friend. He had my sister. My brother was in that class. So I was in fourth grade. He sent me to the sixth grade class. I'm literally sitting like three chairs for my brother. And by like the third time I got punished that way, uh, 
I'm just like, I just show up and he's like, he's like, hey, Mitch. And then they're just having like a donut party. And yeah. I'm just, I'm like, give me the pink one frosting. It's a VIP experience. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you hanging out? He's like, yeah, she can be a real curmudgeon, that Miss Lang. And I'm like, yeah. And I actually got validation on that. Uh, my mom knows her. Like just small town shit. And uh, she came up and apologized. She's like, yeah, I was going through some shit. I was in a loveless marriage and I took it out on a couple students and Mitch was one of them. And I was like, take that, you bitch. Just You were a little asshole too. Oh yeah, I was a current. I was heard a, stories. No, I was, um, yeah, I was bad, but also like, I was like, I was entertaining. You know what I mean? That was my entire goal of being like a class clown. So, but when she like tried to hold me down, I was like, oh, you want war, bitch? Here we go. I don't know the blue dolphins. Did uh, she called on me one time? She's like, like tried to catch me. She's like, "Oh, Mitch isn't paying attention." Mitch, what is a female fox called? I went, "Foxy lady." Whole class erupted. Did you air guitar? <laughs> no, nah, I fucking wish. In hindsight, when I when it goes when I write that scene for my everybody hates Chris, I will. It'll be in there. Uh, yeah, as well as her death. Oh, I hope she fell in love before she croaked. No. Oh, you sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm indifferent. Uh, I'll never see her again. But uh, well, yeah, she's dead. You said is she, or you just made that up? No, I just made that up. Oh no, I'm just trying to use the secret on her. Oh. Um, all right, so we covered Ti's daughter's yeah. pussy. Yep, check. And can you send me that so I remember that link? Yeah, I got it. There are um, many. Links. I'm gonna do some research on her hymen. Um, that's what blew me away the most was how attractive she was. I. I didn't even look think to look her up. Yeah. I read the article. I had no pictures of her, so I just So that's uh, cool. You should watch ATL. That's a great movie. Okay. That uh it's a good movie and it uh it'll you'll be like, Oh, this is what Mitch was talking about. That accent's great. Oh TI's in ATL? Yeah. yeah, he's uh the protagonist, if you will. All right. Um all right, so this one I'm gonna go hats off. So New York City is at it again. They were just busted for the first time in like four years of uh, <laughs> of just sending their homeless out of state. <laughs> oh, just, they got caught. Yeah, yeah. Again, they get it. Yeah, it happens every few years. But L.A. refuses to do it because we're this like you know this hub of progressive thinking and this and that. And we got to help them. And even Dr. Drew now is like using the um, like the uh, like the left wing trolls like slogans now, where he's turning it against them, where he's like. Uh, He's like, well, three people die a day on the streets of Los Angeles. So if you don't help them, you're a murderer. <laughs> oh, true. And it's actually starting to get traction. I'm like, ah, you can't fight fire without fire. Like, you're supposed to be a doctor, dude. But yeah, um, he's him and Adam have both jumped the ship. I'm done with both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not the glory days. But the, uh, I wish L.A. would. I mean, at this point, like L.A. They used to. Dude, if you look at like the population metrics for Los Angeles, the population has like they're like, oh, like homeless population is up like sixty percent in four years, and you're like, yeah, but so is population overall. Like, I can't imagine being like a like Ford Fairlane, like early nineties, uh, Los Angeles. It's like a fifth of the population, and people are already complaining about traffic. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's all relative, so yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh man, I'm. Ma- <sighs> That's why they need to stop the re- like they need to stop airing the. The Rose Parade, because that's when everyone moves, because they're in fucking Ohio in yeah. January, and they're watching everyone, wa- all these models wander around in bathing suits <laughs> and t-shirts. Yeah, you, we they need to have the Rose Parade in, like, Garden Grove. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, it's just a bunch of fucking healthy boys at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I mean, the whole... Yeah, what, I mean, what... No, hats New off York to them. Smart. They're doing, I mean... Because they, they do, they don't stop doing it. They're like, all right, let's lay low on that, or let's do it trickier for the next. Yeah, they used to do it. The cops would just call a fireman, get the ambulance, load them up, and they wouldn't take them out of state, but they would take them to Bakersfield or Fresno or Riverside. Yeah, sure. Get them out. But I mean, it is a great town to be homeless in LA. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, uh, like near my house right now, there's uh, there's like three overpasses. I live right at like where one freeway goes over another. So there's a bunch of overpasses, and all of the homeless people are just under one. And I was talking to a cop, and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, we just push them there so we can watch them." <laughs> he's like, "If you're gonna be home, if you're gonna live in this one square mile, you live under this fucking bridge." And I'm like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, it makes more sense. Organize them, put them in a contained. Yeah, area. but then also, if I'm homeless, like I, 
I kind of like, even when I'm home, like I kind of just spend most of my time in my room or, you know, I'm stick to myself. I watch my show by myself, you know? Yeah, I definitely want to branch out and be solo because then there's less chance of you getting caught. Um, getting cut. Getting caught, getting cut, you know, <laughs> getting the, beat up by a fucking Wesley Snipes tranny. Hugging some dude knife. taking your butt, Hyman. The best was that uh, set up in front of our old uh, comedy stomping ground where that there was that boss... Uh, tranny lady who was like six seven and then would just boss people around and go now start sweeping and then some crazy oh, yeah. person would just sweep dirt uh-huh. and it was just this weird bizarre like they kind of had laws and rules in place yeah but it was still you know mentally ill homeless people so it was just this bizarro where you're actually like it's something i had to learn as an adult like when i first started coming to la where you're just like oh if you're in like a like a like a middle neighborhood is dangerous you know what i mean like um shitty wise but if you're in like a legit area where like dudes are running drugs and there's dudes on the corners and shit, you're actually better better off because they don't want the heat. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Where like you're actually like protected. Like nobody's gonna fuck with a white guy in that neighborhood because yeah. When like every time I had my car broken into in Long Beach was when I was in nicer parts of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. When I lived in shitty parts of Long Beach, cars totally fine. Well, because people no know who's in charge it. and yeah. there's a structure. Even yeah. even if it's off the books, it's there's a bizarre thing. They might flex on you initially, but then once they're like, no, it's long hair white dude. Yeah. You know, he's cool. Don't yeah. worry about yeah. it. He smoked me he smoked my cousin out a few weeks ago. I lived it and uh when I lived used to live off Vine, there was this dude that used to hang out in front of Astro Burger. He's like, Grumpy Gills, what you getting today? <laughs> just like some dude just selling fucking Yayo out in front of a burger joint. But he just called me Grumpy Gills because apparently I have resting bitch face. But uh. Someone uh, just recently told me I have a majestic resting bitch face, which I took obviously as a compliment. But majestic, that's fun. The the homeless thing, it's it's rad too for them because they've made it in California where if you're stealing anything under nine hundred and fifty dollars, the cops won't even bother coming out for it because yeah. they're focusing on other crime. So now people are they're just like going into stores stealing crazy amounts of pants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Most places don't have private security; they can't do shit about it. So it's like it's this great free for all. Well, also you like. Um Finn of some people like he just tips you on to fun stuff i'm like why is there just a cabinet on fountain and he's like well because they put it on their cart and then like a mile later they're tired of pushing their heavy cart so they unload the cabinet that's why they're just a random cabinet i'm like oh homeless stuff. <laughs> but also homeless people they're great for like uh they're like uh like a homeless guy's the one that told me he's like um uh, like loss prevention can't chase you he's like yeah once you're outside the store you're fucking home free exactly <laughs> and then they can't then yeah that's that's like the whole thing and so as long as you keep it under nine, I was reading this article and this lady owns a store in San Francisco said that this homeless person has a calculator. So they get up to like nine hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents and they're literally <laughs> adding everything up. So and then they're just home free. He's got an adding go, machine with like the green visor yeah, and he's just like adding tax. And then they just sell it like in front of the store for half price. It's mm-hmm. so much easier. No more. I mean, it's cool. No more robbing cars. Stealing stereos is at least not a thing anymore because no one has stereos that you can yank out of your car. Yeah. You know, so that's down. Yeah, that was that was on Chappelle's show that was old. People stu- do still steal car radios, you know. <laughs> but um yeah, my car's old enough that somebody would steal my stereo. <laughs> yeah, you have the kind of car where you just make sure nothing valuable is in there and you just always leave it unlocked. Um it's yeah, very easy to. Yeah, I, like uh, uh, depending on like the neighborhood. Like if I'm obviously leaving it overnight on the street, I'll like I'll just lock it and I'll just you know make sure there's nothing in there. But um, that's the worst. Like because my car is like you can just smash the window and take like two hours to hotwire it, and no <laughs> one's gonna like look a second way. But I'm mostly relying on people like glancing in and seeing that it's a stick shift and being like, all right, fuck that. Yeah, that's the. F- uh, yeah, that's one of those memes where it's like old guys will be like, hey, you want an anti-theft device in your car for millenni- a millennial anti-theft yeah. device in a stick shift? Yeah, <laughs> it's some chain mail you got from your uncle. Yeah, I don't get chain mail anymore. Um, so LA, take a page out of, uh, or maybe, you know what? I'd like to think that they are doing it and we're just better at it. A little bit of hometown pride. Yeah, why would we know? We haven't been caught yet, but we have a... We've been caught a couple times, but... Yeah, and we... I, I I don't know. Unless they'd have to be real sneaky to be doing it. Or well, um, that's my thing. Why I don't believe they are is because they it is a losing battle. <laughs> they are if we're if if they are exporting homeless and we're still at these numbers, then this is just we need to get off the Titanic before yeah, it's the like water's at our the, neck. Fighting the tide. There's yeah. yeah. There's yeah. We got to change the laws, and we just need to. We need some of that. Uh, 
like those we just need a machine that makes the weather horrible here and you know so everyone will go to phoenix or something like that well i'm telling you what if outside of new york i mean if the jews really do control the weather we've got let's like yeah. i'm sure somebody down there on wilshire has a weather control machine uh reach out you know let's partner with the pod let's get some more rainy days up in this bitch so we can uh Make it a little more uncomfortable for these homeless people. And not this. I brought that up last week. There's like a homeless initiative to make streets more comfortable. Sidewalks. They're offering like... In, the city of LA is offering incentives to make the sidewalks more comfortable in front of businesses. They're like planting more trees. Uh, they're like just tearing up perfectly good sidewalks to plant like this... To uh, place this uh, uh, this new material that like doesn't... It's like a new concrete that doesn't get as hot. Really? Stuff like that. Yeah. Really accommodating. Yeah, I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, come on, please, don't do that. Um, I was, I had to go to um, Pier One the other day for work, and some dude, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the place. Doesn't open for like ten minutes, so I just sit. I'm just playing games on my phone. A dude comes around, and I just see him walk by. I was like, whatever. And then I, place is open, so I hop out ten minutes later, and I go walk around to put money in the meter, and the dude literally just fell asleep next to my car. Just like, uh, just on the curb, like, and I just, I was like, what the, like, the fuck, dude? Um, which is like, whatever, like, I'm providing shade, I guess, but when I walked away, I definitely hit the fucking boop boop on the work truck, just like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Let them know. There should be certain general rules, though, where it's like, all right, we're going to have one of the craziest homeless populations on earth. We need to set some ground rules that they have to follow. Yeah. When you offer a homeless person food... They have to accept it. We have bougie mm. homeless people. Oh, yeah. It's I had the this worst. really good like pizza leftovers I did not want to give to this lady. She was morbidly obese. She said, Do you have any money? I said, No, but you can have this pizza this pizza. And I really didn't want to give it to her. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to be a good guy. And then I went to hand it to her. She said, What's on it? I told her it's like salami, some garlic, some artichokes. She goes, I don't like artichokes. <laughs> <laughs> I handed this late. I was leaving big wings. Uh Sure, classic. Back in the day, yeah. Up back in the early days, and I uh, I had, like, I just ate my burger, and I had, like, six wings. I didn't touch the wings. I was like, I'll bring them home. And I passed this homeless lady. She was, like, like 20 feet from my car, and I was like, whatever. Like, be nice today, you know? Uh, what is it? That commercial? It's like, humility, pass it on. Yeah, uh, just like the commercial. Yeah, I'm giving pregnant ladies the seat on the bus. I'm, f I'm, I'm fighting crime, and then I try to give this lady... My, I was like, hey, you want some wings? And she she holds it, and she pops it open, and she looks at me like, six wings? Oh. And I was like, Who the, what the fuck is going on? Like, and that was the last time I tried to give food to a homeless person. It's almost as if she was insulting you, like, you pussy, you can't eat a dozen. Because well, obviously she re recognized that she didn't put an order in with you. Yeah. It's not like when your dad gets Chinese food, and they forget the chow mein. And it was the full order. It was six wings that came with... It was like a burger, a beer, and then you could add six wings for whatever. Oh, that's beyond. And then, so I was like, yeah, I didn't even touch the wings. Here. This is, it's the cream of the crop. And then, uh, like, it's not like there was six wings and, like, three, like, bone remnants in the box. She was just like, six wings? And I was like, what the... Like, just walked away, like, back. thinking... No, nah, I'm not going to take she them back. She already fondled them. No, she fucking... She touched the outside of the box, but that's enough for me. I don't want hep C. Yeah. Drink too much alcohol. That might turn into psoriasis. You never know. Uh, uh, what do you got? I got a gloves off. Gloves off. This one's fresh on my mind. All right, hymen related. Nah, I'm I'm gonna step away from the hymen for the time being. I might close it out, but we'll see. Step back into the hymen. It's just, it's restaurant related, and I it uh has to do with um uh, gloves off to obviously shitty restaurants. Yeah. That serves mediocre to poor food. Uh-oh, news break. Yeah. You know when you fall for the things where I was in West Hollywood and there was this cool kind of rundown, really old burger spot, and they had a sign on it that said, it was this quote from a customer that said, like a, or the, one, the owner, whatever. There was a quote. Yeah. And it said, not a day goes by that someone doesn't say to me, this is the best burger I've ever had. So I'm old school. I'm not going to check Yelp. I'm not going to make sure. So I'm like, yeah, I want to check this. Uh, I'll take you by your word. Check out this burger. They they took the time to put the sign up. So I eat it mediocre at best, like Charbroiler, <laughs> Carl's Jr. style burger. Yeah. Not very good at all. I noticed there are only like two people in there. And uh, then I, I leave. 
And where I leave and I notice they have a sign. They close at 8 p.m. This is where the gloves off comes in. Okay. We're in West Hollywood, surrounded by bars, surrounded by people. There are only like two other people in this fairly large restaurant. And you close at 8 p.m. Because if you're a shitty burger place, if you're open till 2 a.m., you become a good burger place. Yeah. The level of taste that you absorb doubles at least. Also, at depend, 2 depending on the neighborhood, the quality of your food dictates an earlier close time. Yeah, you can close at 2 p.m. if you just have this crazy yeah. eggs Benedict that people wait around for, and that's what they do. There's a this place by my house called Twin Castle, and it's, it's a donut shop that closes at 7 p.m., but on their sign, it says, hamburgers, teriyaki. Um, and then what's the third one? Oh, I forget. But it's a donut place. That's it's like where you can get like taquitos and some chow mein. Yeah, like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, those places are the spot. best. But they close at seven. And I'm like, yeah, babe, I just got off work. I'm gonna swing by there before they close. Um, yeah, my favorite Vietnamese restaurant closes at one p.m. and they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit. We're we're yeah. packed. You see how many people are in this shithole? Yeah, fuck you. So this place is. I don't even know why I care, but I guess I care about my local businesses. They're not living to their full potential. If they stay open till the golden hour of when the bars close, mm-hmm. their mediocre burger can shine. And yeah. It can, can be a beautiful burger. Can at least make some money. I don't know why I'm even thinking of these business ideas for Hamburger Haven. Fuck them. If they don't, if they don't have the know-how themselves. Well, let's... Close in at 8 p.m. Let's don't say their name again. Oh, shoot. We'll just hamburger what? Why am I giving you guys solid business ideas? No, that's what was the thing I was most surprised about. Like, because I've lived around the valley and then... Um, uh, Glendale, shit like that, and then moving to Hollywood is probably the worst food options. It blew my mind. Like Where this is supposed were, to yeah. be. This is supposed to be like, you know, I don't know. It's close to like, uh, aside from like downtown or like the Wilshire district, like a metropolitan. Like it's supposed to. It people are walking like crowds of people at like one in the morning are walking down the street. Yeah, and, and there's not dominoes. A, there's and... not a single place to eat. Well, that's why I mean, think of and then the places that are open. They don't give a fuck because there's such a turnaround. It's just like tourist spots. Yeah, well, that's why the Diamond in the Rough, you got to walk a little further. Also, a great example of a place that uh, is open super late and is delicious, drunk or sober, Greenblatt's. Greenblatt's is great. They're the kind of place that could close at 3 p.m. Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. Stay in business for another 100 No, but years. the reason they're a legend is because they're open till fucking 4 in the morning. That's why Koreatown's great. It'll be some crazy Korean barbecue place open till 5 a.m. They don't care about laws. They're still giving you beer. Yeah. And again, they have a good product no matter what the time is. If you're a shithole, you got to stay open till 2 a.m. Minimum. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think that's the only reason Carney's is still there. Yeah, Carney's... Pink's hot dogs is open till 3 a.m. because it's, it's not awful that food. good sober at noon. When it's <laughs> yeah. noon in the summer. And it's yeah, do you guys, you guys want to go to Pink's? No. No. Uh, hey, guys, uh, we're going to walk back to my place. Do you want to just like swing up that way and get some Pink's? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I live one block from Pink's. I've been there twice. It's a hot dog. It's not that good. Yeah. Also, I just, I also kind of just appreciate them because it's like not often like, uh, are you having a hot dog that wasn't like on a grill? You know what I mean? Like hot dogs are like house food. Sure. But no, throw some chili Costco and some cheese food, on it. Baseball game food. Well, and just the fact that they've been there 80 years and like this one's called the Rosie O'Donnell. This is the When somebody Ozzie gets Osborne. a hot dog at a restaurant, it's like a grilled cheese where I'm like, what are you, a fucking child? This sure. is this is ridiculous. But that's all you can get. I mean, I guess you can get burgers, but it does trip me out when it's like the dog days of summer and there's literally an hour and a half wait because People know about it. I remember the first time I went to Pink's, I waited in line for an hour and a half, and I ate it and thought, oh, it's hot dog. Well, it's, it's my whole take on the Popeye's chicken sandwich, where, like, like in and outs of it's a great burger. Absolutely. But I don't go there unless I'm, like, taking lunch at, like, 3, because I'm not going to sit in a 45-minute drive through line. Oh, yeah, no way. Because they, like, it's, it's absurd, or especially the one on Hollywood Boulevard. People are sitting there for two hours. Just waiting to place their order. And that's a bad representation. I'm like, you, you know who else has a great too. cheeseburger? Everywhere. Everywhere. You, you it's know fine. Who, you know what? In and out's the worst? What? The one you're sitting in because they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. You got to go to the one in Pasadena, baby. That's the oldest one there is. You go to, um, yeah, I go up to, I used to like drive past the one in Hollywood to go up to the valley. Um, well, yeah. you're, yeah, don't, don't get me, that Hollywood, the sunset in and out's the worst. It just makes me mad that people come from Beijing 
and they hear about In-N-Out, and that's one they go to because they don't know any better. Well, I this, stand they're staying there and, in this touristy area, and then they're like, "Oh, I've heard I have to try this." It's like the fucking grilled onions are on the top of the bun. You're like, "Who fucking put this together?" What is going on? Oh yeah, man at uh, Maryland Popeyes. They, so they brought the chicken sandwich back, and a man was stabbed. Which I I do is because I did gloves off this kid who was going through the line at Popeyes, getting uh, registering people to vote. So everybody waiting in line at Popeyes, he was like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, those are the last people that should be voting. Uh, if you've been standing in line for two hours for a chicken sandwich, fucking any any place that serves a hamburger has a nice grilled chicken sandwich, a nice fried chicken sandwich. Anyway, so I stand behind this guy stabbing somebody, but it, he stabbed him because he, he cut in line. So it's two things I agree with. Stabbing somebody waiting that long for food. And stabbing somebody who cuts in line. But yeah. also, he was just upset that somebody got between him and his stupid chicken sandwich. Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> he's going to go to prison. I bet their fried chicken sandwiches aven't very good. They haven't caught him. Oh, they didn't catch him? No, this dude's on the lam. I forgot to write it in here. Did they catch those two uh, California murder suspects who escaped? I don't think so. Yeah, because I, I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I think they're on the loose. Oh, and of course they filmed it. Do they show him getting stabbed? Oh, that wasn't a stab. I mean, that's a behind-the-counter situation. There are a lot more. There's way more fast food news than I've seen. Some lady just got a blender thrown in her face. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> There's been a lot of fist fights, a lot of racist antics. Yeah, shit goes down at Popeye's. Waffle House, Popeye's. Well, Waffle House, it works in a different way because they have. it's kind of like their own billboard because people know Waffle House is fucking wild. Yeah. But like Popeyes has to run damage control because because of like the advent of the internet, like McDonald's has somehow somehow gotten grosser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like some of the craziest fast food videos are from the inside. You don't see many like out of all the viral videos, not many are happening inside like a Del Taco. I you know I haven't seen any. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen any, and there are some Del Tacos in some sketchy parts of California that I oh for to. sure. The, the I think the original is a Barstow. Yep. <laughs> Barstow like, sucks. When you go to that Barstow Del Taco, I remember going in, eating, getting back into my car, and when I opened my car door, like 15 stray cats ran out from under my car. It's a weird stray cat mecca. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Del- Barstow's weird because they have two Del Tacos. One of them is just haywire. It's just like lesbians in football jerseys and like crazy cholos and like people just passing through town. And the food is like any other Del Taco. Just hearing... <laughs> This place is haywire. Lesbians and football jerseys. You know what I'm talking about. I do. That was just a funny thing to follow. <laughs> and then you go to the original Del Taco and like the food looks like the picture. And you're like, well, this is it's a mile down the street. Like who's you have different managers? Like, let's figure something out here. Yeah, and they they go a little above I mean, they kind of make it they like have someone whose job is it's a constantly yeah. wipe down the tables. The burritos are very, very large instead yeah. of whatever but it's the reason i go to gelson's like i'll pay an extra dollar for cheerios because of the pastrambiance if you will yeah the uh shout out to greenblatt's the 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 air that people put on even the employees it's like that's why i think part of why whole foods like people most of people that go to whole foods is like yeah it's bougie and it's like it's like uh it's hot to go there but most of all it's like no it's just enjoyable being inside there yeah and also the staff are happier because they give their employees benefits. They take care of yeah. them. They are nice to them. And it attracts a different kind of person. Yeah, like, you go to Rock and Roll Ralph's here on Sunset. Oh, well, and then you go to the fucking Gelson's up in Studio City. You're like, why is... Why, what? Well, let's uh, put it this way. I was a butcher at Whole Foods. I used to hang out with my coworkers all the time. I also was a butcher at Stater Brothers. <laughs> never hung out with my coworkers. It attracts a certain kind of person. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Stater Brothers is cool and all quality meat. Fair well, I don't prices. think Whole Foods hires many like ex felons. Oh no, they do. They're they're really big on that, especially oh, okay. in the meat department because they believe in second chances. Because me sweet. and my buddy Harrison were the only white dudes there, and we called it uh, all these ex cons. We called it the gangster re- rehabilitation program, <laughs> and it would be all. I remember this dude Aldo was scary as fuck, fresh out of prison. He became our boss. Oh, anyway, yeah, they they like gangsters there, at least in the meat department. They're not. Well, but then there's also like a g- like good and bad gangsters. You know what I mean? There's just like lifelong fuck ups, and then there's also like oh, this guy's trying to get back on his feet for real. And- he kind of had a heart of gold, but he would slip a lot. Where uh, I caught him doing blow off the bone barrel in the back, and then he was trying to get me to go to Mexico with him. 
was like forever trying to have me get him a gun. (laughs) And my dumb ass was very, and I kept saying, Aldo, what do you need it for? Because Aldo and I were tight. We'd party together. He'd come to my apartment. And you know what's hilarious? Having a gangster come into my apartment. You know how it's set up? It's Mm -hmm. like a weird antique store. Yeah. He just goes. Looks like a fucking He just looks around and doesn't know what to say. He just goes, old school, dog. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, old school. You're right. But uh, yeah, he was a maniac. He would never tell me why he wanted the gum, but he's in prison. Yeah, it was hilarious working at a he's Chinese back. restaurant. It was, um, it's like three Asian chefs. I think two of them are Koreans. Like, this isn't this Chinese food. This makes no sense. And then, um, and then it was like in a yuppie town. So it's all just like you know, like rich kids with pill problems at fifteen, and they all have like their dad's BMW, and they're all like, or like dudes putting themselves through school, like kind of prim and proper, like yuppie kids. And then there's just like three line cooks and a dishwasher that are just like doing coke behind the dumpster and like playing yeah. dice outside. It's fucking wild. It's how it should be. All right. Um, where are we at? I don't know. I just don't like uh, we're done with me saying uh, if you're a shitty restaurant, you got to be open till 2 a.m. minimum. Yeah. Yeah. No early closing if your food sucks. Yeah, of course. I mean, you got to earn that, especially in Los Angeles. Like we're a food city. Yeah, there's a lot of competition. Uh, let's act like it. Yeah. All right. Um, um, this is a quick one. They don't do a news update. Um, my last one is a hats off. And this is to Big Daddy Putin. Fucking Daddy Putin's at it again. He's uh, calling for the launch of a reliable Russian Wikipedia. Ooh. Dude's. Dude, it's going to be super reliable. A too. state-sponsored <laughs> Russian Wikipedia. I like how he's making a call for that. Why doesn't he just put one up? Because he believes that uh, Wikipedia, which is it's not it's not American. It's it's open to the world. Like I, I, it's an American company. Yeah, but anyone can add. Yeah, it's edit. it's it's the world's website. It's the internet. I, just a fundamental yeah. misunderstanding of what the internet is. <laughs> he <laughs> but, still doesn't have a firm grasp of it. He's busy. He has a lot of stuff to but do. But he's worried about being propagandized, which I don't know. Like I was big on in high school was editing Wikipedia pages. Yeah, and then but over the past like ten years, it's very hard. Like you have to get like accredited and you be verified, and like an editor, you fuck up, you lose points, and. There's like a whole system. Or you system. would make a Wikipedia page for yourself, and then it would get take down, taken yeah. down, but you had four weeks where, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you could just like, I remember like editing like uh, uh, like John Wayne. You just find like, oh, that's a funny one. The people are going to get upset about this. <laughs> it's just like some like, I don't know, whoever's going to Wikipedia John Wayne is either going to be somebody who's like my age who's interested or like some dude who's going to get upset at what I'm writing. <laughs> it's just like, ah, then he went through a gay spell in the 60s. and Yeah, but you, I mean, it's weird the stuff you end up Wikipedia. I Wikipedia a Tiger's Bomb today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'll be, because. They don't have a page. The corporation has a page, but not Tiger Bomb specific, not the oh, individual okay. product. Hmm. That's interesting. The, um. But you'll be on Tiger Bomb and then like three fucking articles, like three links later, you're like, oh, he was the prime minister of Austria in the 1700s. That's interesting. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't know that. He had a tiny, the inventor had a tiny wiener. Oh, and his... DeMitchell, did you put that in? He had seven kids, all of them retarded. That's interesting. I did not know that. Um. All right, so... Ba-boom, ba-boom. I, I, I don't know. I just hope that there's a... Uh, <laughs> there's a lot to be done. I, ju- I just hope this th- there's a follow through on this, and there's because I'm looking for you know I'm looking for laughs, some he's and some haws, and I would love to because uh, Google, also an American company, will allow me to go to Russian Wikipedia and just hit translate and read what kind of crazy shit. Cause just because obviously, like some like Tiger's Bomb, they're probably gonna have the same article on Russian Wikipedia, right? Yes, they might even just copy and paste it. Who cares, really? But then on, uh, like, the Vietnam War, that would be interesting to read about on Russian Wikipedia. Yeah, just a lot of their history. And then, obviously, Putin's page himself oh, yeah. is going to be pretty great. I like Putin because he's and he the does smartest stay busy. about it. He does do a lot of stuff. He, but he's not like, Kim, like he's, he's not like Kim Jong-un, where he's like, oh, first time I ever golfed, I hit all hole-in-ones, and I fought a dragon in the 60s. And Yeah. But, um, but he's still, like, there's an error of it where he's like, yeah, I wrote a... A horse shirtless. Well, there's an air of it. Like I saw a video of uh, Putin playing against the Russian hockey team, 
obviously these are professional athletes. <laughs> and it's they're like, just oh, tripping Alex over Hill. themselves. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Putin got six goals that game. So th- stuff like that is great. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Putin chasing around fucking 13 dudes named Ivan and they can't touch him. Yeah, we're worth like 50 billion because they play in America now. But that, I thought that was pretty great. So yeah, they have to let him score six goals. But you know, that's not... So I'm also worried about getting executed. When Alex Ovechkin is the most famous Russian hockey player there is, when he when he was in the playoffs about to win the Stanley Cup two seasons ago... He just they the reporters press conference they go oh do you uh are you excited for your game today you think you win he goes yeah well uh Putin called me this morning to wish me luck so I feel good and then the whole all the reporters <laughs> went completely silent and he goes I'm just kidding but like, no, Putin, <laughs> Putin absolutely called you and that's okay oh, he's probably in his pocket dude he might be an asset yeah everybody's a Russian asset now you got oh, I'm not looking forward to World War Three. But yeah. it's gonna be it's 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 some real fucking gaffes on the way up to it on the lead up. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Assembling uh, our soldiers is gonna be a a tricky one. Where it's gonna be like like the bad news bears, except we don't all get together to win the championship just at the end. Everybody just <laughs> in unison refuses the draft. Just refuses. It's like, no, I can't go. The Star Wars nineteen comes out in two weeks. They I said I couldn't bring my off. scarf. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm out. No, sister. We're not. <laughs> I'm not going to fight your wars. <laughs> yeah, but because it, it's going to be like uh, conscientious, obje- conscientious objectors, but really they're just like lazy and don't want to do it. Yeah, and they There's... watch way too many documentaries on Vietnam and the protesting there, so they're going to think they're like Martin Luther King, even though it's just, they're all, just yeah, some, all like, of a sudden fat it's... nerd who lives in uh, the valley. Uh, like the 13th Amendment, all of a sudden, like something I've known about since like high school. And then all of a sudden, like thirteen people ask about me, uh, um, ask me about it. Like, hey, have you seen that? Like, oh, or isn't it weird? Or like, you're just in a conversation. People mention the Thirteenth Amendment. Then I look it up, and there's a documentary about it. it. Just came out on Netflix. I'm like, oh, everybody's yeah. highly educated now. This is that's fun. Um, all right. Uh, do you have anything else? I just got a quick one. This will be my last one. I don't even know why it popped into my head today, but uh, I'm giving. I haven't done a hats off yet. All right, pipe down. Uh, hats off to the Simon and Garfunkel song, Sounds of Silence. Okay. I don't know. That's just a great opening line. Hello, darkness, my old friend. You've come to talk to me again. That's dark. It's emo. I think it's pretty awesome. It's a hats off? Yeah, it's a hats off. It was a meme a couple years ago. It was really big. Well, what I like about it is they do that a lot where uh, I, just, I saw a video of this baseball player in a press conference saying like, you know, this team can't hit me. They can never hit me. And then that game, they hit like 800 home runs against them. And then they just sl- slow-mo el- every single home run to that song. Hello, I like the fact that it's gotten a second life on the Hello, internet. Darkness, my old friend. For nerds, they've I've done pretty well. Talk with you again. Oh, dude, nerds were killing it in the 60s. Because a vision softly I mean, I know Garfunkel didn't actually write anything. Paul Simon's the talent. Yeah, but Garfunkel was the hair. Absolutely. That's uh, someone actually named my penis Art Garfunkel because <laughs> it's a blonde. Because I have a blonde afro. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but it's the aesthetic. Like as good as Paul Simon was, he's not getting off the ground without, uh, you know, creepy fucking Art Garfunkel's hands on his shoulders. I read something that their first album did so poorly and was ripped apart, so they quit, and then just somehow like met a few years later went back into circulation and became a hit, and so they reformed. But I don't know. That's a pretty. Uh, that's a good song that gets a lot of play. Like Mrs. Robinson's pretty played out. But uh, Sounds of Silence. When they use that in a movie, I always know something good's happening. Isn't that wild? When you like, like Simon Garfunkel's a good example, or like, um... oh, because well, they you you only know that one song because that's what they play on the radio, and then you actually go into their catalog. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, play all of this on the radio. This is insane. You don't have fucking. Uh, what's his name? Dick Clark, on the Beverly Hills, my oldies. Station. Yeah, yeah. Well, they. I mean, with bands too, like the Beatles, they only play like five Beatles songs. It's insane. And they're the most famous band of all time. The Rolling Stones, um, Grateful Dead, like they Zeppelin. Yeah, we're just like, hey guys, they have an entire massively, like almost exclusively great songs. Yeah, yeah. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, we've seen the rain, goddammit. Yes, I've seen the rain. Can you, can we, uh, or Fortunate Son? It's like, can you play, like, they're great. Can you play 
One of their songs that's more than two minutes. Oh, Cecilia's good. Yeah, there's a bunch of good stuff. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, play this on the goddamn well, I radio. Because I, like I said, I drive an old car, and all I have is AM, <laughs> FM. I don't even have a goddamn tape player. Yeah, well, you just got to stick with... Uh, your best bet is 93.5 K-Day, 90s hip-hop. So my radio's been fucking up. I only... I've been getting like three stations on AM lately. Ooh, Radio the, Disney? The oldies, the country station, and then one that's like usually Korean talk, but then they play like uh, classic rock sometimes. Oh, nice. Uh, 12 something. I forget. It's on, it's my, it's preset number three. Koreans are the most rock and roll of all the Asians in my oh, opinion. Oh, they're, they're so. taking over. Yeah. I mean, you want to be careful as Americans, man. Watch out for those fucking, those K-poppers. Oh, I saw something that was really cool real quick. Uh, it showed a picture of Kim Jong-un and then someone, uh, edited him to be very skinny and said he'd be a lot more intimidating if he lost a lot of weight because he mm-hmm. was terrifying skinny. Yeah, was he? Like a real scary movie villain. Um, I don't know. I just pictured... Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, not that one. Shit. Oh, yeah. He, dude. The one where he's clapping. Doesn't he look... He looks like a... He looks like an a An archetype for a, for a villain in a movie. What's well, the uh, Die Another Day? Yeah. The last Pierce Brosnan James Bond? Yeah. Where the Korean dude gets... Uh, the briefcase full of diamonds explodes, and it half his face is just covered in diamonds. Ah. I forget the actor's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sow. yeah. The dude looks like straight up murderous. Yeah. All right, so that's it. Um, I got one uh, news update. Uh, so we we got a new portal to hell. Where is it? Gary, Indiana. Oh, that makes sense. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it, but it makes sense now that yeah. I hear it out loud. Yeah. Seems like a hellish place. So there's this this house that um they won't say what, but the there's a priest has gone through. Um well let me get to it. So basically they said like this a family was tormented and they've moved out and then they can't find they couldn't find anybody to fill the house. And uh the owner, Zach something, he um he eventually knocked it down because he was tired of like having to show up with the cops to like kick people out who are trying to have a seance. Oh, like he'd just be like, Hey, the neighbors just magic stink. Neighbors just call him like, Hey, I think somebody's like burning candles and it's Gary, Indiana, like a candle tips over the whole neighborhood's going down. So, uh, <laughs> these, uh, so he had the house torn down and people, so now it's just a, a grass field with a tree in the middle and people are saying it's still evil. Like, um, you have a cop who, while the house was still standing, uh, he they like dug up under the staircase, and they found like fingernails, uh, women's panties, and kids' shoes. Ooh, that is <laughs> ominous. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, because I was I was laughing at it first of all. I was like, oh, okay, cool, the devil. Some priest called it a some reli- a religion. A, re- a religion priest. A region priest. <laughs> Stick with religion priest. Go down a little. Uh, a region priest. Fingernails, women's underwear, and baby shoes is a yeah. creep fecta. Yeah, something bad happened there. There's an energy. Uh, oh, a priest boy. believes evil still lingers on the property where a house that allegedly tormented a family and gained a global reputation for malevolence was knocked down more than three years ago. So uh, scroll down for me. Uh, Demon house. This I'm going to have to. There's going to be updates because there's a documentary on it. Um, Oh, there's a documentary? Yeah, so a Demon House documentary claims a portal under the stairs in the basement was a doorway for evil entities that terrorized a family and brought misfortune to several people who were involved in the investigation, including a police captain. Um, So the structure is knocked down, and the priest is like, nah, I'm not convinced. The portal is still open. So he advises everybody who's visiting the site to wear um, some type of religious charm, uh, you know, some type of protection. He, I forget what I, he said. A saint that's like specific for uh, warding off evil. Or you can get the evil eye necklace. Um, go up a little so I can read that highlight. Uh, if they are to go, if they go there without any of what I call protection, not condoms. We're talking about like crucifixes and stuff, uh, such as a religious medal. They feel something. Magino said, "Maginot, Magino." I I, grew, I went to school with a kid named Magino. He was Jewish, but okay. he pronounced it Magino. Um, even as they're driving up and approaching the property, they say they approach that tree. They have a feeling they want to get out of there. Many get back in their cars. So people are getting back in their cars. They're hearing, um, as they pull up, they hear knocking on their cars. 
uh, subtle things start happening, vivid dreams, sudden sickness, headaches, nausea. Vivid dreams? Are they sleeping there? No, after you out? visit without oh, protection. Oh, yeah, okay. so you return to your own oh, home so with a demon. Oh, so it continues haunting. It's not just in the moment. Yeah, it's a portal. So the demon attaches itself to you. Oh. And then it follows you home and starts going. So, so I was thinking, wait, wait, I that's thought, what I'm getting I to. Was leading to <laughs> I thought it was leading to devil hole. I thought there was going to be a fiery hole. No, this was just a portal. Gotcha. So it was a basement. So there was a devil hole. Based on our past episodes, I guess when I saw the word portal, I assumed of course, fiery a, hole. A giant hell. hole filled with fire. Yes. But... Is not the case, but we haven't. I was thinking back, and I don't think we have actually set those standards. So any type of satanic portal is open for game. Yeah, well, it's and Gary Indiana is Gary Indiana is a lot closer for us to start our Devil Hole tour. Oh, we can get there, no problem. Arkansas, have, Gary, I've got an aunt who lives in Indiana. I don't know what city, <laughs> but I've never met her because no one wants to go to Indiana. Because let's go back to the article real quick. <laughs> What is that? Was that Satan? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get something for the portal. Um, so go down to that highlighted area. Uh, neighbors living next door to the demon house lot have reported no issues of paranormal activity. <laughs> 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 They've seen plenty of human activity buzzing around their neighborhood. But they still see people pull up to the property and take photos. I believe whatever it was, it was something to do with that family. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up. They're just like, nah, we live next to the Richardsons, and they were uh, they were not good ilk. <laughs> so this is great, too. Brian Miller, former Hammond police chief and current director of public safety at Purdue University Northwest, was among the police officers who dug in the dirt under stairs where the portal was said to have originated. It was creepy, Miller said. I was concerned about what we might dig up, but that we might find rena- remains. They found an array of objects buried there, including a fingernail, a pair of women's underwear, a comb, and two children's socks. Oh, socks oh. is creepier than shoes. Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, they also investigated an oil-like substance. This is where it draws me back in. An oil-like substance uh, f- found dripping from the window blinds and could not find an explanation or source. So now I'm back on board. They found ectoplasm. Oh, you think... Oh. Because I'm back and forth, like, let's make fun of the, the locals, and now I'm on like, the neighbor's side. Couldn't it be fucking pomade for those two combs they found on the... Some Dapper Dan? Yeah, a little Dapper Go Dan. Go up to the uh, top a little. Um, so, uh, I did have some strange things happen, Miller said. When me, myself, and another officer went back to the house right before Zach did his movie, uh, the documentary, by the way, is called Demon House, Um he, uh, wait, uh, before he did his movie, we saw candles lining around the house. It appeared someone was doing a seance or religious ceremony. It's one of the reasons we knocked the house down, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was told there was a portal under the stairs, and I believe it. Gary Police Corporal Javier Garcia says, people ask about a ghost. <laughs> this is the best. People ask about the ghost house, asking me, is it true? And I say, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we were told people all over the world were coming there. Garza said, Gary Police Lieutenant Thomas Paulak, 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 uh, said he was he consulted his parish priest before sending officers into a potentially dangerous situation. Yeah, you can't send him in with just mortal weapons. You got to load up your guns with rock salt and uh, crucifixes, holy water. You know, squirt guns full of holy yeah, water. So super soak like Ernest scared stupid, filling up fucking super with soakers milk. with milk. I hate Brussels sprouts. Ew. Um, I told my guys that if they go in, wear a medallion or something religious for protection. People laugh and gawk at it, but things like that exist. Garza's on the force for 24 years, said the feeling he would get from that property was unlike anything he has ever encountered before. Every time I was around the, inter- <laughs> around the area, I felt this magnetism. Even driving on Virginia Street or 39th, I could see that white house in the corner of my eye when I get goosebumps. My eyes would tear up, my hairs would stand up on Ed, and and I get that same feeling I did when I watched The Exorcist. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, if oh, here cops it is. are saying it's real, it's got to be That's real. That's it. Garza said he always wears his St. Benedict medallion, which is to protect the wearer from evil. Um, so he hasn't been to the house since it was torn down. I never get these feelings anywhere else in the whole city, and we deal with a lot of bad things all the time. 
I go through abandoned churches and cemeteries all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and I never felt anything. Why are you spending... For, uh, first of all, it would stand out if you've never been to Gary, but it's not just churches and cemeteries. It's mostly like houses, Kmarts. Almost the whole city's abandoned. A lot of Kmarts. Yeah, it's a real Peoria, Illinois. Um, Let's see. So two days after... Uh, he was interviewed for the documentary. A guy slipped and fell on ice. That's being attributed to the demon. Ice slipping? Ice slipping. In Indiana. Yeah. That's got to be a demon, right? Absolutely. Frozen demon. About five years later, on February 21st, 2017, Austin was shot in the stomach in his home on Jackson Street, blah, blah, blah. Three men broke into his home. So this man was subject of a uh, a robbery. A home invasion. A home invasion with firearms, and he was shot in his stomach. And that's clearly attributed to the house he went to one time Naturally. five years ago <laughs> that is like a cool that comes they kind of have those ideas in in movies like our family's curse because of we had this witch you know great grandmother or something so bad things keep happening but he's a cop bad mm-hmm. things are going to happen to you when you're a cop uh yeah for sure like i mean i doubt that's i mean if it makes sense if he was in my hometown where there's been two home invasions in like 25 years you're like, yeah, oh, okay. That's demon makes sense. This is a demon house. Uh, but for <laughs> for you to get shot in your stomach in Gary, Indiana, it's like, oh, what else could it be attributed to? Did he go to Walmart? Uh, has he vind- visited Indianapolis recently? Uh, then all of a sudden they found out a year later he's knocked the house to the ground without consulting me. Blah blah blah. So then the priest was actually upset that they knocked the house down before he could do his seance. And, oh. and they they ended the documentary out of fear before it was final. So they were going to do like a final cleansing for the documentary, and they just didn't do it. So Magina is upset about that. Yeah, I would be too. I mean, that was going to be his kind of fifteen minutes right there, get the word out on Jesus and whatnot. Yeah, the guy making the documentary had to return to Los Angeles because he became increasingly sick while in Gary. Also, just might be pollution or the overcast. <laughs> um, and then the owner of the property. It started to receive intense problems with eyesight. Also, once again, just an issue of living in Gary. Then all of a sudden, I found a year later, he knocked the house to the ground without consulting me, blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, let's scroll down, scroll down. Another movie about demon houses in the works. Nice. Because <laughs> um, I don't know about documentaries, but when I see, when I hear a movie is about a house that's possessed, pretty much in no matter what yeah oh of course so this is the last paragraph is the last thing i wanted to read so i forget who's this this is magino the priest um i think we were successful but the thing is the portal is opened (laughs) then when when i heard that when the documentary came out people had been showing up there doing seances you can't do that you can't play ping pong with these things (laughs) once it's cleared the demon is free to bring seven worse ones than before. Also, where is that written down? I've read the same Bible as you, bud. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows demon comes through the portal. You can bring seven more demons. A little ping pong, seven more de- demons. Ping that's pong, like, you play till 21. Uh, wh- seven times three is 21. That's how you I knew can make weird uh, connections like Bloody that. Mary was bullshit. Because like my cousins were like, you got to say it three times. And then I went to my friend's house. He's like, you got to say it five times. I'm like... Okay, it's starting to see some inconsistencies yeah. here. So you, you go to your friend's devil house, and he's like, hey, a demon brings five demons. You're like, no, my uncle told me that it brings seven demons. Matthew 12, 45. Then it goes and brings with it seven Holy other spirits shit. more wicked than itself, and they go in and dwell there. And the final plight of the man is worse than the first. So will it be this wicked gen- wicked generation? Yeah, don't apply parable or like metaphor to any of that. Right, well, Matthew, I mean, it's in the Bible. No, it's a it's a spirit from hell. All right, we got to go. All right, we're wrapping up. I appreciate. I you meant guys. we got to go to Indiana, but yeah, we also need to end the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just, that, that's what I'm saying. We got to get a Spirit Airlines straight to Indiana. We're going to stay with my aunt. I don't know if she's still alive, but um, we'll find out. I fucked her. Um, Ugh. so Arkansas, the volleyball hole, Gary, Indiana. Second stop. They're all pretty close. I think there's one in Florida. A little further, but we can make it happen. It's a nice triangle. Yeah. But then if we're flying international, we got to be on the East Coast to get to Kazakhstan, the Mecca of devil holes. 
to getting a fucking getting that doom buggy. Are we looking for devil sound effects? That just sounds like a like when Windows won't let you do something. Speak of the devil. Yeah, that one shall appear. That's just Bane. Speak of the devil. Can we get voice modulators? Is that a thing? Oh, fuck yeah. All right. The devil will be making an appearance soon. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you guys for listening. Go follow at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, at Mitchell Fill Up, and at Hogopod. Like, rate, and review on uh, social media, iTunes. Um, uh, Follow my mom. I think she's on Instagram. She's great. Um, uh, If you have any suggestions or corrections or um, just general good old-fashioned hate mail, Hit us up at uh, therootsoflaughter at gmail.com, hogopod at gmail.com, or any of those Instagrams I just said, at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, Super Producer Jeremy Beam. Take us out.